Hello, this is Zandi Hicks. This podcast is called Bold, Brave, and Daring because, well, that's already inside of you. You can choose to be bold, brave, and daring every day of your life. And this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with God, Him showing you how to become bold, brave, and daring. This podcast is like letters from God Himself. So stay tuned because I know that He wants to speak right to you. Letter 11, and I hope that you guys are having a great day. If you hear stuff in the background, it's just my sister's dog. (laughs) Um, My sister and brother-in-law are living with us right now, and their dog, he's so sweet. He's a giant German shepherd. So yeah, if you hear him in the background, that's what that is. (laughs) Okay, so letter 11. This letter is about laughter. And I know that sounds silly, because when I read it, I was like, what? This seems so arbitrary. Like, it it just seems unimportant, but it's actually very insightful. So I'm going to start reading about the different kinds of laughter. It says, I divide the causes of human laughter into joy, fun, the joke proper, and flippancy. You will see the first among friends and lovers reunited on the eve of a holiday, as we just had. Among adults, some pretext in the way of jokes is usually provided, but the facility with which the smallest witticisms produce laughter at such a time shows that they are not the real cause. What that cause really is, we do not know. Something like it is expressed in much of that detestable art which the humans call music. And something like it occurs in heaven, a meaningless acceleration in the rhythm of celestial experience quite opaque to us. Laughter of this kind does us no good and should always be discouraged. Besides, the phenomenon is of itself disgusting and a direct insult to the realism, dignity, and austerity of hell. So, what that's saying is, laughter is from above. It's something that God created, and it can't be understood by the demons. They don't know joy like we do as humans. I love that. I love that, you know, joy comes from God, and they can't replicate that. And I read they broke it down into four different categories, joy, fun, joke proper, and flippancy. So they talked about joy. It's something that can't be reproduced. Fun is closely related to joy. This is what the book is saying. A sort of emotional froth arising from the play instinct. It is very little use to us. It can sometimes be used, of course, to divert humans from something else, which the enemy would like them to be feeling or doing. But in itself, it has wholly undesirable tendencies. It promotes charity, courage, contentment, and many other evils. Fun produces courage, charity, and contentment, which is true. When we're having fun, life feels safe and whole, and it produces courage, which I will also say is true. One of the most fun things that my husband and I have ever done, and courageous things, is to skydive. And I've done it twice, and both times it was the most thrilling and terrifying experience of my life. But I would do it again in a heartbeat because of how fun it is. And the feelings that it brings of courage, and when you're that high in the sky, it just feels so incredible, and you're looking over all of God's creation. So it just, it does bring a sense of contentment. The third one is the joke proper. That is the other kind of laughter. And with the joke proper, Scrooge Tape goes into more detail about this one. Um, So I'm just kind of going to explain it and then read a little bit. It's 
Jokes usually about sex and lust and things that aren't lining up with their values. So we definitely see this one played out in movies and shows today a lot. This is, I feel like half of the movies at least are now raunchy and making jokes about some of the values that we actually have as Christians. And it goes on to say that the demons can win more people to hell with jokes than they can with joy and fun because they can't produce those two emotions. It says on page 55, humor is for them the all-consoling and the all-excusing grace of life. Hence, it is invaluable as a means of destroying shame. If a man simply lets others pay for him, he is mean. But if he boasts of it in a jocular manner and twits his fellows with having been scored off, he is no longer mean, but a comical fellow. Mere cowardice is shameful. Cowardice boasted of with humorous exaggerations and grotesque gestures can be passed off as funny. Cruelty is shameful unless the cruel man can represent it as a practical joke. A thousand body or even blasphemous jokes do not help towards a man's damnation so much as his discovery that almost anything he wants to do can be done, not only without the disapproval, but with the admiration of his fellows, if only it can get itself treated as a joke. And this temptation can be almost entirely hidden from your patient by that English seriousness about humor. Any suggestion that there might be too much of it can re be represented to him as puritanical or betraying a lack of humor. And we, we definitely see this. So if people don't get the joke, then other people just play it off as you're not funny. That's why you don't get the joke. It's so true. And it's talked about, you know, their damnation. So how they're getting patients into hell just by humor and jokes and that specific kind of humor. So the last kind of laughter is flippancy. And flippancy makes everything a joke. It's when nothing is taken seriously, not even virtue. The last sentence says, the habit of flippancy builds up around a man the finest armor plating against the enemy that I know, and it is quite free from the dangers inherent in the other sources of laughter. It is a thousand miles away from joy. It deadens instead of sharpening the intellect, and it excites no affection between those who practice it. So it pulls us away from God, it deadens our senses and emotions, and it dulls our intellect. If you've been around people that make everything a joke, it's hard to tell them things. You can't you can't trust them. They just, they don't take anything too seriously. And you can't trust that they have good judgment because they just brush everything off. It's no big deal. We want to be able to trust people. And we want people that are going to care. We want people to be serious with us. And flippancy, flippancy isolates us, which is what the demons want. Those are the four kinds. Joy, fun, joke proper, and flippancy. So, Living in joy and having fun are highly important in our life. That's the main lesson in this. And jokes, especially about inappropriate things, don't bring people closer to heaven. They don't bring people the same emotions as laughter of joy and fun do either. So have fun. I mean, what can you do today to bring you joy? There's lots of things. You can go outside and play with your dog. You can go work out, you can hang out with a friend, you can play a game, you can watch your kids laugh, you can take a bath by yourself. There's lots of things to do to bring you joy. That is an indescribable emotion. And then have fun. 
Fun brings contentment, courage, and charity. And then watch out for the jokes and being nonchalant and brushing everything off. I definitely think it's like armoring up, like it's putting on a front instead of having to be real with people. So watch out for that trap. I just, this letter is very interesting that I wanted to talk about laughter, but obviously it was important if if C.S. Lewis put it in the book. So I hope you guys have a joy-filled day and yeah, have fun and do something exciting. You never know. Maybe you want to skydive now. (laughs) So have a great day. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Bold, Brave, and Daring is all about making you bold, brave, and daring. Like I say, because it's already inside of you and God wants to show that to you. So if you have any questions, please DM me, message me. I would love to hear your questions or about what God has done in your life. So let me know, comments, and I love you. And I hope that you have a wonderful week.